Hello, welcome to the Relevant Faith Podcast. My name is Frank Mistretta, and on this podcast, Pastor Troy Wallace and I have Bible-focused, Jesus-centered discussions about what it looks like to live as a Christian in today's culture. If you have any feedback, want to ask a question, have a topic you would like us to talk about, or just want to be on the show, you can email us at relevantfaithpodcast at gmail.com. You can also check out Crosspoint Adventist Church on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Adventist and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash crosspointadven. That's A-D-V-E-N. Be sure to watch the Crosspoint Worship Service live stream at our website at crosspointadventist.com Saturdays at 11.30 a.m. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Relevant Faith. Uh, We have a special pair, a married couple, friends of ours, members of the Crosspoint Adventist Church, joining us today for a very cool conversation, along with my wife, Mackenzie, um, on marriage and particularly how um, we as Christians live out our marriage um, during, especially during COVID-19. And so uh, our guests today are Francois and Nikki Milanono. Milimono. Milimono. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Milimono. Milimono. Um, and Mackenzie Wallace. Um, Mackenzie, uh, I, I know that I remember a little bit how we first met, but could you tell the audience um, a little bit about Nikki Franzhoff from our interactions with them? Yeah. So I think we first met them at a young adult uh, Vespers and, and then just happened to run into them a few months later at the mall and and remembered them from the vespers and so we ended up setting up a appointment to go out to eat and um i think in our first conversation we definitely talked a lot about marriage both being newly newlyweds and uh, just how we really wanted to invest in that so we knew from the beginning that marriage was something that was really important and really just something that francois and nikki really wanted to invest in yeah for our audience what is a vespers a vespers oh yeah, just like an evening get-together where there's like a speaker um, to talk about faith. It was like a night, night, nighttime worship program. Yeah, um, yeah it, was, it was awesome that first time when we got to sit down because I knew right away you guys really cared about your faith and your marriage mm-hmm. and growing. And that was something that Mackenzie and I were really um, into, passionate about as well. So and we bonded over marriage and that topic. Um, so I think... You know, one of the things that has been fascinating for me learning about you guys as a couple is your marriage story. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't you <laughs> why don't you tell us a bit about your marriage story and how you came to be a couple? Yeah. Um, first of all, thank you for having us here. Uh, we are so grateful to be here and uh, to be, you know, recording this podcast. And uh, I hope that uh, our discussion here today, we can be able to add value to any, you know, couple mm-hmm. that, you know, that is listening to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's our main purpose. And to be able to, you know, um, help them also in their marriage. You know, I think that, yeah. uh, you know, as we come together, um, iron sharpens iron. And yeah. I believe in that. And, uh, you know, we don't know who we're going to impact through this uh uh, podcast, but uh, we pray that uh, you know uh, our story can impact them, and uh, our conversation here can change lives. Yeah, because that's the main purpose of life, you know. Yeah. So, um, sure. a little bit of background here. Uh, 
My, yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so yes. I'm originally from Colorado. I don't know why I'm leaving. Uh, originally from Colorado. Um, Francois is from Guinea, West Africa. And um, I guess a quick story of how we met. I was a. I went to school um, at Union College in Lincoln, Nebraska. And for some weird reason, I decided my senior year of college to serve overseas after I said I would probably never do that. And God just planted it in my heart to um, to do that. And that in the military? Or? No, no, no. Uh, in the military. Yes, in the military. <laughs> uh, no, it was uh, for student missions. Um, okay. Union College is a big, a really well known for um, their missions and like people going out during during their college years to serve overseas. And so I guess in a sense I was considered a student missionary. Okay. Um, so I actually um, made the decision basically three months before I was supposed to leave. Um, wow. And I, uh, I ended up going to Palau in Micronesia, which is in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, middle of nowhere. And uh, Francois, he, right before, um, he, he was originally, uh, he's from Africa, so he went and studied uh, for school in the Philippines and lived there for about six and a half years, I think. Yeah. And, um, and then uh, through a mutual friend that's from Palau, offered him a job in Palau. Yeah. And so I came out there about end of July, August, started teaching Kind of, and then was there for about two months, and then Francois came out, and I'll let you kind of pick up from there. Yeah, um, I I came out to Palau, and uh, it's a quite a funny story. We met in Pathfinder, actually, yeah. and... Uh, um, What's Pathfinder? Pathfinder is... Uh, kind of um, like Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts. Exactly, yeah. kind of. But, but like co-ed. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. but... It's 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 a it's an association of uh, you know young people you know uh, carrying the, want want to carry the message of Christ yeah. you know uh, mm. in the community or you know even outside so it's a big organization uh, you know sponsored by the Adventist Church and so I met her there and uh, you know I uh, really really liked her I, because her personality <laughs> was uh, she was very bubbling with people and everything so she made me feel really welcome you know mm. like I, I was really drawn with that and after that uh long story short, cut short i asked my friend who you know gave me a job in palama who's this girl you know <laughs> and <laughs> he's like well her name is nikki uh she's a missionary and at the time i didn't know that uh, missionaries were not supposed to date oh. you know so i already you know had feelings for her and uh um, on uh, Christmas, you know, New Year's Eve, um, you know, I, w I wanted to to draw her so that I can have her like alone, so that I can talk to her <laughs> and let her know that you know how how I feel about her. And so, um, man, if you are a man, like you have to be creative. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so you have to be creative, and uh, yeah, my creativity. So it was uh, that New Year's Eve, and uh, so. We were all sitting and uh, we were talking actually about, uh, uh, I understand the metric system and uh, in America they use the imperial system, right? Like mm -hmm. the inches and I'm like, what's the difference, you know? So what's the difference between um, an inch and a make like a, a millimeter, millimeter yeah. right? Yeah, mil mil millimeter, yes. <laughs> and she went inside uh, her classroom. Uh, we were sitting facing the gym and she went inside her classroom to get a ruler. So <laughs> when she left, I, I, you know, the building, when she went around, I mean, she went inside. So 
I went the other way around <laughs> so that I can get her away from the crowd. And so when we met on the other side, so I'm like, hi, Nikki. She, she got, she got a straight, you know, she, she got, she got afraid. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it's pretty much a, a very interesting story. And right there I told her, you know what, um, I came here, you know, I wanted to tell you because I know that I spoke to you during the day and telling you that uh, I want to meet you and, uh, I have something to tell you, you know, and, uh, it, it took me a while to, you know, to, to speed up and to, to tell her how I feel, you know, right there. I'm like, man, I got to do this, you know. So I was really a little bit shaky. I don't know what the response would be. I'm like, Nikki, Nikki uh, I really, really like you, you know. And she's like, oh, you know, like, and <laughs> yeah, uh, she, she, she waited a little bit and I'm like, okay, what's happening here? She's like, okay, uh, I really like you too, but I'm not supposed to date. Boom, you know, like <laughs> I, I didn't know that in advance, you know. So I think I'm, I'm, I, from there we, we agreed. We were like, you know what? Um, yes, we. I really respect that. I'm, I'm willing to wait because you know I'm willing to wait when you leave so oh. that we can date, you know. And uh, mind she, you, I had like six months to go exactly oh, as boy. a student missionary. Yeah. So it was, it was kind of. I, I believe that God kind of shielded him from knowing about me not being able to date as a student missionary um, because he allowed those last six months to be special. Mm. Even though we kind of had to keep it on the down low, yeah. um, mm. we weren't doing anything inappropriate. We were just kind of like getting to know each other more. Yeah. And so I think God really protected us every moment because there could have been a lot of problems mm. uh, with the fact that we were kind of talking. Um, but God just really brought us the whole way through. And then, um, by, I think May was when I ended up leaving to go back home to the U S and he yeah. stayed in Palau. Mm. And so I would just say like with that, like just to kind of fast forward, like through that process, like God blessed us and allowed us to me to go out and visit him a couple times. Um, we dated long distance for like three and a half years. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. and so that was a huge learning curve for us, you know, going through the process of getting him to the U S cause he's not legal, like he's not from the U S. So going through that process of getting him on a, like getting the fiance visa and just all that stuff, like God, yeah. just, just that journey of just getting us to this point has been a learning experience for sure. And mm. I, I believe that we've, at least from what people we've come in contact with that have had to go through some of the same situations, just being able to impact them and how that like our journey has helped them as well. Yeah. But, but yeah. And then kind of just fast forwarding, we got married in, uh, Aug in August. He came out August <laughs> of 20, um, was it 2017? 2017. Yeah. 2017. Yeah. Right. Like literally I would say like five months after. Yeah. After he got his green card, or not his green card, his fiance visa, and then um, flew out in August, and then we got married in October, October. of twenty seventeen. Okay. So yeah. yeah, so now we've been married for almost three, three years. years. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah. and <laughs> huge journey getting yeah. to know each other, especially with that long distance, like not having the opportunity yeah. to yeah to, to have yeah. that. But but yeah, so I don't know if that's. Yeah, that's how that's, we met. That's, I guess, yeah. the so quickest cool. version of yeah. the last six years or So you more. both met far from home, <laughs> yep. from your own homes, yep. and God worked it out that's right. yeah. to bring you together. Yeah, that must have been tough cool. doing the long distance for so long. It was like, definitely not easy. It wasn't. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. internet wasn't the greatest yeah. for a while. It wasn't the greatest, <laughs> and sometimes, like, uh, yeah. when, uh, you know, when it's morning here, you know, it's nighttime there, so yeah. I had to carve out time. I'm like okay, this is the time, yeah. and they didn't have like uh, uh, the fiber optics, so you have mm -hmm. to buy the card, 
Mm. And then scratch it and then put the number inside, you know, computer and you uh-huh. have a time limit, like yeah. an hour of conversation with Nikki. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of things. So we made it, it work. We made it work. So, For every week, you yeah. got to talk at least once a week. And exactly. So yeah. we made at least that. Because, I mean, like most relationships, you get to talk daily. Exactly. Talk on the phone, sure. see each other in person see, a lot of times. other, time. yes. And for us, it was once a week. And so I held on to every Saturday night. Like, that's when I get to talk to Francois. That's when I... Like, I didn't care if people wanted me to come anywhere. No, (laughs) I'm talking to Francois. Like, because that was the only thing we had. And and it's like, if that's... If we want to be together, we have to make it work. Yeah. Have to communicate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... Yeah. Our journey has been a very interesting... And then, of course, that led to... After being married for about a year and a half... About a year, year and a half, yeah. we ended up um, moving to Oregon. Oregon. So that's kind yeah. of how we ended up here because he got a job when he was able to legally work. So yeah. Yeah. I got a job here. Yeah. And so after one year staying with her parents, so we're like, you know what? I think it's, it's time, time to go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that window was open. I'm like, yeah, I need to be with you and we need to start our lives. Yeah. Even if you have to go to a different state. The thing is, she was always willing to be where, wherever I go. So. Yeah. That really, you know, I'm like, yeah, she's flexible. So, you know, so uh, Oregon came up. I'm like, what do you think about Oregon? She's like, I like it. I love it. You know, so I'm like, okay. Never been here before. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, so it's taking that, that leap of faith, you know, you don't know because I was the only one working here and uh, I had had to quit my job and then come with no job. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was tough, but you know, make it work. God, you know, so yeah. you just have to believe in God and uh, yeah. God. Yeah. Trust that he's going to yeah. lead. It's like if you take you. that leap of faith to trust that he's going to lead you where he's. Yeah. Yeah. Putting yourself in a position for, uh, growth, mm-hmm. definitely being out in a new environment, yeah. not knowing anybody. Yeah. yeah. Being separated from family. It can really yeah. strengthen your relationship too. Yeah. Cause you go through something tough yeah. together. Yeah. And I think we needed that honestly. Cause like, yeah, I love my family. Don't get me wrong, but living with, with your parents and then not being able to that time to grow and like even with fights like it was really uncomfortable for Francois yeah. I mean for me too because it's like we live in my parents home and it's really awkward to fight when you know that they're upstairs and they yeah. probably can hear you yeah. you know <laughs> and so like for us it just it didn't give us the opportunity like there's so many things in our in our relationship where we just didn't have the same opportunity that a lot of couples get in mm-hmm. whether it be they're dating the relationship getting to know each other or even their marriage mm-hmm. the beginning of their marriage and so we needed to get, go to a place where we could have a clean slate, not know really anybody, and just yeah. to be able to, now we have to rely on each other yeah. and really get to know each other and learn to trust each other. Because I think that like mm-hmm. crutch of having those, yes, I'm grateful that we had my family close by, but like for us, I think what we knew the most was like to not have that crutch there, like to just be have to be vulnerable with each sure, other. Yeah. Depend on each other. Exactly. exactly. And yeah. so, um, honestly, Oregon has been the best decisions, d- decision we ever made for ourselves because like our marriage within like the last, how long have we been here? Almost a year. Almost two, two years. years. Like the last almost two years of our marriage has been like amazing because cool. we've, we've recognized like, okay, well, we got nobody here, so we, we're going to have to learn somehow. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've come a very long way with our yeah. relationship for sure. That's cool. Well, yeah. let's, let's like rewind just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, before you got married and you were thinking about marriage, <laughs> how did those, how, how did that preparation process look for you guys? Like well, That was a very unusual process. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
okay. The preparation process of us deciding to be married. Yeah. Deciding to be married? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like deciding, getting to that thinking about, yeah. you know, uh, praying about, like, what did that whole mm-hmm. preparation Like process? any premarital counseling or... Yeah. I think uh, um, for me, mm-hmm. um, I think for us, I think we automatically knew that we were meant to be together from the very beginning. Like, when we, mm-hmm. fir- when we finally found out that we both liked each other, because I think both of us didn't know we liked each other... Which didn't make any sense because of the way we acted around each other. Yeah. Like, everybody else could see it, but could we see. didn't see it, which was really funny. But I think we just kind of automatically knew. Like, I knew, like, okay, yeah, this is going to be hard. I have no idea when I'm going to see this guy again after I leave mm. from Palau. But I know that we're going we're, we're supposed to be together. I just know it. And I think we had that planted deep down inside that we were just like anything. We'll do anything we can to be together. Mm. And, um, and so, I mean, just the process of the fiance visa in itself, like, you know, the steps that you have to take. Like I knew when I was going to one of the times I went to go visit him in Palau the second time, I knew I was getting engaged because that was part of the process. <laughs> so it's like, there wasn't like any sure couldn't, it was a surprise. Yes. Was I was grateful for that surprise. I'm glad I didn't know when exactly how or when he was yeah. going to propose. It was a huge surprise, yeah. <laughs> but I knew that the trip there was going to be when he was proposing to me. So it was kind of funny because I was so mad because I, I went out for like, I think like two and a half months, maybe an, mm-hmm. a month and a half. I can't remember how long. And I was talking to my best friend who at the time was in Korea. And I was like, why has he not proposed to me yet? I'm literally <laughs> leaving in like two weeks. He needs to get on it. Like, <laughs> kind of a thing. It was really funny. And then um, then the day that it actually happened, I was, um, I, I had no idea it was coming. And yeah. he was acting so weird. I'm like, why are you being so nice to me right now? I'm not saying that he's not nice to me, but I'm just like, you're acting very weird right now. And he's like, what? I can't, I can't be really sweet to you or whatever. I'm like, no, because you don't normally do this. <laughs> this specific thing. It was really funny. But, um, yeah. but I guess for me, it was just like, we, you know, we kind of already knew what the process was going to look like. But the frustrating part, I think for me, for me was not knowing when we were getting married because... Mm-hmm. The process with the fiance visa is, oh man, it's like you have to basically put your whole faith and trust in God because you don't know when everything's going to go through. You Mm. don't know when that time's going to be. And it's frustrating and overwhelming when you have people like, when are you getting married? Do you have your date set? Oh, do you have your wedding dress? And it's like, I, I couldn't, I didn't have the opportunity as a bride, I guess, to be able to plan my wedding the way 100% I wanted it to go because of that, like... Once we knew he was approved for his fiance visa, that's when we could set our date. But that yeah. wasn't for like a year and a half, I think, of us uh, being yeah, together. Yeah. Uh, you were engaged for a year and a half mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of a little bit similar just to how brides now probably yeah. are experiencing planning for weddings yeah. because like With- they have a lot of uncertainty and yeah. just not ability yeah. to know like can I do my wedding in the way that I want yep. like in the timeline that yep. I want mm-hmm. yep so like I mean obviously you're just yeah. for a different reason yep. at the time but like yeah. I think that a lot yeah. of a lot of ladies who are engaged at this point or couples are yeah are feeling some of that yeah yeah confusion and anxiety yep. about being able to plan yep. yeah yeah and i mean like and then too like like i said he got approved april of, i think april march of 2017 and then yeah. we got married october, october of 2017 and so it was a very quick mm-hmm. process so i was only able to plan just a little bit and mm-hmm. then everything else and then mind you during that whole time is after i got back from the philippines where he got his his via mm-hmm. his visa my grandma had been in and out of the hospital while I was away. Mm. And I was concerned that I wasn't able to be home in time for her. 
uh, if she did die. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so that was really challenging. Cause like, but I'm also grateful for it at the same time because she ended up passing about two and a half weeks after I came home. And I'm grateful that I had all that wedding stuff to plan for because I think I would have really, sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, yeah. It would have been really hard for me yeah. if I didn't have that. So like I said, God has everything work out the way it's supposed to. It's kind of crazy to me. Like if you think back, like on Francois and I's like journey together, like every bit of the way God has really brought us through a lot of challenges and mm-hmm. just things that we never thought would happen. And it, it, I think for me, it brought us even closer. So no. I don't know if that answered your question about the marriage question, but I'll let you answer yours. Cool. Yeah. But yeah. So that for me was like the journey. Cause like, I did not have a normal, I didn't have a normal anything in my relationship with Francois, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. But yeah. it's been a, it's been a great journey for That's sure. That's cool. Yeah. Like we've been like the dating part was long distance most yeah. of the time. So Which we didn't have a, like a, yeah. enough time to say, okay, because you know, on the Island it's, everybody knows everybody so sometimes you don't want to mess things up so you know so i i was like (laughs) you know (laughs) so i was like you know what yes let's 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 date long distance because i was willing to to say you know what yeah this girl i like her and uh i was able to um foresee i'm like i want to spend the rest of my life with her because uh you know i i had i had feelings for her and i and i loved her you know so um that that step right there you know it's 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 a big step you know to make it work and right now as you know growing in our marriage it's like we get to know each other now while mm-hmm. being married not just yeah. dating yeah you know so yeah, yeah, yeah. that really was dating and married at the yeah. same time yeah, yeah. so because <laughs> you were together then finally. exactly yeah. we were together then. when pe- when you were allowed to be together yes. exactly. not when you're on the island together exactly you see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's cool yeah that preparation was uh it was it was it was pretty tense uh i would say <laughs> but really rewarding yeah. you know yeah, so you should ask him about our uh, engagement. Oh, the engagement. Francois' story is pretty. Yeah. Funny. Tell oh, oh my gosh. Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like uh, the way she told us is like, okay, this is you know, it was how many days two, left? Like two weeks. Two like weeks. Not even two weeks. I don't even think. Not two weeks. Yeah, like, it was yeah, close. like it was. It was getting close. It was yeah. actually a Wednesday. And I'm like, man, she's she's leaving. She's leaving on a on a on a. It was on Friday. It was yeah, I was gonna to be leave. leaving very soon. Yeah, very soon. Right. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man. I I I don't know because I had to ask friends. I'm like, <laughs> guys, you guys have been married. So how do you propose? How do you you know like like I, things started coming in my mind. So I called my friend. I'm like, how how do you do this? Because Nikki is somebody who likes. You know, not like you go at the dinner and say, okay, would you marry me? You know, <laughs> like a big gesture. Like, like a big gesture. Like, like, you know? Everybody so, needs to see it. Everybody needs to see it. You know, so I'm like, okay, um, <laughs> that day, that Wednesday, we were supposed to have a final meeting. So I'm like, guys, can you, you know, there was part of missionaries there that, you know, she got, know. yeah, before. So there were other missionaries and her kids, the, the students that she taught. Oh, mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm going to do this in, in front of, the whole Pathfinder class because I know that I, I was sweating a lot, you know. So I'm like, <laughs> so I talked to my friend and he's like, Francois, yeah, what do you want to do? So I'm like, yeah, I think uh, I'm gonna do it. I, I'd already secured the ring. She, you know, I, I have hidden the ring at home, but she she never knew where it was, and so everything was prepared. So I I spoke to my friend and he's like, yeah, we can, you know, we can, we are we are there for you. So. 
the son of my friend, like he 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 agreed to make uh, like a banner, like "Will you mm. marry me?" Mm. You know, so uh-huh. all the Pathfinder were there on that Wednesday, and uh, so she had no idea. No, so she came to the meeting. We were having devotion, so every everybody comes together before you know devotion. After the devotion, uh, now um, they called me. They were like, "Okay," uh, they called her. They actually called her. They're like, "Nikki." Can you come? Um, the 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 wife of my friend was like, "Can you come and uh, take this picture like this?" A group photo. A group photo. I was already photo. in the group photo. I'm like, exactly. I don't know why I'm in this picture because yeah. I'm not even in Pathfinders anymore. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> and so she she came down and uh, she was looking, you know, at the camera, like you know, and and when she was talking, because my my friend's wife was like distracting her, you know, <laughs> I came behind, you know, and uh, and when I came behind. Um, she has, uh, I can say she has already, my friend, my friend's, uh, how can wife has already taken the picture with everybody when she was inside. Will you marry me? Yeah. Oh, the banner, banner was, so was the banner was already behind, you know, I was in the picture and the banner was behind me. I had exactly. So she, I was confused why I was in the picture. Yeah. So, and then they, they called her and then uh, she was looking at the picture and I was already on my knee. And then she was reading that, you know, in the in the fo- in, oh, in the camera. So she was showing her the photo. Exactly. Taken. Yes, and it was written there, "Will you marry me?" And then she looked around. She didn't see me, so I was already behind yeah. and uh, on one knee. Oh. And she started, you know, cool. crying and yeah. bawling, and yeah. you know, it was beautiful. <laughs> it was it. It was yeah. cool though because he did it like first we met at Pathfinders. Yeah. Second, my kids were there. That yeah. I t- most, not all of them, but most of them were there. Yeah. And then to like just having close fam, like friends there was really yeah. special. And then yeah, he did know, really good though. It, it was awesome. And yeah. then they started playing the song. You know, yeah. um, will you marry, yeah. marry me by Bruno Mars? Oh, by Bruno yeah. Mars. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it was and so Aww. it was it was nice. Yeah. And the the kids were like, "Oh, Francois, we've never seen this before. We've never how this is how it was. I'm like, this is how it is. It's cute. It's so sweet. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, epic, it. man. Yeah. That's epic. He did well. The yeah. timing. Carrying the girl. Perfect. I know. <laughs> wow. He was scared too because the ring wasn't going on my finger. Mind you, in a tropical island, your fingers are a little bit more swollen. Yeah. Yeah. So he was like, "Oh no, it's not gonna go it's on." Not gonna go at all. <laughs> Shove that ring on. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. Yeah. Cool. Anyways. Okay, thanks for that, man. You guys have such a cool story. Thanks for sharing that. Um, I have a question about your worldview about marriage. Mm -hmm. Because you guys have talked a lot about how God brought you together Mm -hmm. and how God had to orchestrate things to to clear the path so you could be a couple. Um, What? How do you define marriage? Like, what is as you were thinking about being married, what what is your perspective on marriage coming from a faith background and mm-hmm. where faith is important to you? Okay. You want to go first? No, go ahead. Okay. Um, for me, marriage is a uh, is very is very holy, and uh, it's very um, like I see I see marriage as. Uh, um, like the relationship we have with uh, Christ, mm-hmm. you understand? Uh, like uh, him being, you know, um, him being like the, the husband and, uh, um, you know, the church being like, uh, you know, representing the wife, the woman. Mm-hmm. And so I see that, that as our, our marriage, because my, my, my role in, in the marriage is to be like the spiritual leader of our household. And it's a huge responsibility, but sometimes 
you know, in the world that we live in, you know, we think that uh, uh, it's it's something we go and, and taste it. And if it doesn't work, so, you know, we can just mm. step out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see it as something, as a commitment, mm-hmm. you know, that it, I'll be with you, I'll make it work. Because uh, you grow as you... As you, as you make it, you know, as you try to understand the other person, because it's a commitment, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it says till death do us part, you know, so it's like, you have to, you know, you have to do it, you have to be able to uh, put the other person, you know, first, mm-hmm. you know, just like, you know, uh, like Christ, yeah. you know, he, he lays his life, you know, for the church. And yeah. uh, I'm there to, to make sure that uh, uh, our marriage if it doesn't work out, I take that responsibility. If it works out, I take that responsibility. So it's something that I consider that uh, it's very important to the both of us. And mm. we, we, we are learning from each other, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It, 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 there's, no, there's no graduation here. I, that's what I'm trying to say, you know? <laughs> yeah, there's, exactly. There's no graduation here. And like yeah, there's no graduation here. So it's like, I have to learn every single day, you know, like Nikki, let's say. You can graduate a grade level, but you can't graduate the school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you might have to retreat a little right. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Double, double, yeah. double year. So we, we all, we, we all change, yeah. you know, I'm changing, you know, I might not, she, the, the, the first time we married, she's not the same person as, you know, as today, you know, yeah. she's, she's constantly learning and she's constantly yeah. growing so yeah. i believe that i need to i can't remain the same if if i always have to continue to change mm-hmm. and put her first yeah. in our marriage so i think marriage is a it's it's very important it's a it's a commitment that needs to be taken seriously yeah but you need fun exactly yeah. but you need uh you know divine intervention like god to yeah. be at the center to pull you guys grace. together yeah. a lot of grace a lot of grace yeah. though a lot of grace yeah, yeah. I mean, I would 100% agree with everything Francois said. I think for me as a wife, um, for the longest time, especially, I think you're specific speaking about in the Bible where it talks about, is it Ephesians chapter chapter 5 or chapter 6 about yeah, the five. like the wife's role versus the husband's role? Mm-hmm. And for me, for the longest time, oh man, let me tell you, like, I, I struggled, or my biggest challenge, I think, was giving up control, um, not trying to control everything. Um, I think the biggest thing for me is when it comes to marriage, like especially in today's day and age, divorce is a very high percentage, Mm -hmm. higher than probably most people stay married. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, Francois and I have been blessed to see parents who have stayed married, but we haven't had the opportunity to see parents that are still continually growing together. Mm -hmm. You can be married for a long time, but that doesn't mean the marriage is alive and well, if that makes sense. I'm not saying that they're like on the brink of divorce. No, that's what I'm saying. But... we didn't have that opportunity to see, at least for me, mm-hmm. um, a marriage that was still continually trying to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, they mm-hmm. got stagnant. So then when, when it got to the point where my sister and I moved out of the house, they were like, they really went through a lot because their only focus was on my sister and I, not mm-hmm. on their marriage. And yeah. that I think is the biggest piece. And I, I know we may not have kids, but I think the biggest thing that I've learned um, just from the, yes, we're young in our marriage, but just observing different relationships, different marriages, mm-hmm. marriages with kids, marriages without kids, um, whatever it may be, the kids always tend to come first and that's not how it should be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The marriage started first. Most marriages, mm-hmm. I should probably preface that. <laughs> most marriages start 
with the husband and the wife. Mm -hmm. So if you want to teach your kids the values and the importance of what a marriage should look like, your spouse should always come first. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's where I've seen a lot of relationships crumble um, is because the, the mom and the dad or the husband and the wife aren't making the effort to grow and get to know each other and to keep that like passion Boy. and that love and that relationship alive that um, a lot of the time after the kids leave, there's divorce in the end. Mm-hmm. And that's sad to see. Um, so there's that piece. Um, another piece for me um, is that uh, as a wife, what I've learned over time is that, oh man, hearing submit to your husband I'm like what what so now I have to give up who I am as a person and just let him tell me what to do like that's what I thought that that meant for a very long time and I would not be surprised if there's other women out there that feel the same exact way yes and it's not a word that a lot of no but as I've been growing and learning in my marriage especially with Francois it's about submitting to the same mission Mm. that's what it means to me. It's about submitting to my husband, but submitting to the mission that we have together together as a husband and wife, allowing my husband that control to be the lead of our home. And for me, like just letting, letting myself trust him and, and not trying to control it because then I'm taking, I'm still, I'm, I'm basically stealing that from Francois, like his responsibility that God has placed upon him me trying to be in control is taking it's robbing him of that and so i think for me it's just like allowing myself to put that guard down and allowing somebody to not just yes be dependent on my husband but also be my independent self so then to lead into my next point i think that when it comes to marriage god has to be the foundation if god is not the foundation your marriage is going to crumble um and and when i say that like i think okay so what I've been learning over time is that a lot of people go, and this is from a book I read called Boundaries in Marriage. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the Boundaries book, mm-hmm. but he, the, the writer, I think it's like, or? yeah, yeah, yeah. Henry that, Cloud? Yes, no, Henry Cloud. Um, he's written multiple. It's like Boundaries with, with Kids, kids yeah. Marriage, Dating, yeah. um, and so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were reading Boundaries in Marriage together, and one of the things that really stuck out to me in that was where I was talking about how a lot of people go into the marriage thinking that, everything's going to be all butterflies and roses and unicorns and whatever rainbows <laughs> and that everything's going to be all great that they don't have to change them like work mm-hmm. on themselves before that it's going to be great like th- they can change their spouse or their spouse can change them whatever it may be mm. but what really needs to be happening is that that person needs to be first working on themselves before they're married and um and so I think that's the biggest piece that Francois and I've had to learn is that we have to have our own individual personal growth, mm-hmm. our own individual devotional time, yeah. mm-hmm. but then also to come together and do things together mm-hmm. with devotionals together. But it's like you have to grow yourself as a person because if you're not growing yourself, your spouse isn't going to change. Mm-hmm. Because when you take your eyes off of yourself and you put them, like Francois said, on the other person and actually say, like, I want to be a better person because I want to see, like, say there's things with Francois that I don't like. Like, yeah, no. I can't tell him, no, 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 I love Francois, don't get me wrong. But, like, say I see things with Francois that, like, I'm just like, oh, my gosh, like, this is bugging me, this, this, and that. It's like I'm constantly nagging him, constantly criticizing him, complaining about the things that he is in his, isn't doing. It's like now I'm just belittling him and, and, and not really focusing on the big plank that I have in my own eye. Mm-hmm. And not recognizing the things that sure. I need to change in myself. Mm-hmm. 
because Francois is going to have to work on himself. I can't change Francois. Yeah. I can only change myself. Yeah. And That's so, true. um, I think so the, I think That's the huge. biggest thing to end this question <laughs> and then to kind of answer your question, Mackenzie, I'm sorry. I just, like I had points leading to it, yeah. but, oh, no problem. um, is that, um, marriage is not 50, 50. It's a hundred zero zero hundred. Yeah. Like Francois gives his hundred, I give my hundred. It's not fifty fifty, mm-hmm. because when you commit to a marriage, you commit to a life with someone else, and yeah. you become two become one, yeah. right? Yeah. And then, um, then now to answer the other question, we did premarital counseling oh. <laughs> before yeah. we got okay. married too. <laughs> so yeah, and then we've had. I mean, at the and then the last thing, marriage isn't meant to be perfect. It's meant to grow with the other person and learn about the other person and to not feel like you have to put on a mask just to make everybody else happy you know just being authentic yeah being authentic authentic. and and showing that um you know we all have areas to grow in our life and we're not perfect we're sinners saved by grace you know Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. that that's i guess my takeaway (laughs) sorry (laughs) perfect thanks guys that's good yeah so you probably never expected to be uh, in a pandemic together as a married couple. Mm. No. And marriage <laughs> four funny. months from now probably looked different than it does now. Um, a have you? Months ago, you mean? Yeah. Over. Yeah. From the start of COVID nineteen. Yeah. March. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have there been different challenges that have come up throughout this season of shelter in place and? spending more time together in the same space and yeah have you, have you seen your marriage dynamic shift and change and be challenged in new ways uh when i see when i when 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 you say challenges um uh, the only challenges that i see here is uh um we were actually i mean i, I i'm not saying marriage wise marriage wise um uh, yes there, there's there, there's sometimes there's challenges uh since this covid 19 hit um but the the challenge is uh for me is that she was now like uh spending more t- more time at home mm-hmm. which which was like okay uh i need i need to shift you know yeah because uh when she comes from work um uh, when mm-hmm. she comes from work you know uh she would come she would, uh, she would come uh, lately, late, lately yeah. and i would come lately and we have only small time together to spend yeah but just now like evening exactly or... just to work in, in the evening and sometimes you know we're like okay it's too late let's just go to bed and do the same routine <laughs> but now it's when when it hit you know like the covid 19 hit now we have more time and yeah. i'm like yeah we need to do something we can't just you know uh be sitting around you know, just at the house, you know, so we have to be creative, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, I'm, I'm not considering that as challenges, but I see them as a opportunity for us to be able to grow. Be intentional. Be intentional about marriage, yeah. Yeah. you know. So we did a lot of activities together. We went on a hike every morning, you know. Oh, that's and, cool. We uh, climbed the coast a couple times. Yeah, we got, you know, just to spend that time sure. together, to, to strengthen, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the 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 you know the marriage bond you i mean know? reading yeah. even marital books exactly you like know? I've, I've probably read maybe three or four now yeah that's cool yeah. yeah so so that that i'm not i'm not saying that there was you know the challenges became an opportunity for us to yeah. to see it <laughs> as a yeah. you know as different you know as a different you know thing and not seeing as a challenge but saying hey baby we have time now yeah. what can we do now to sure 
to move forward, like, you know, to, <laughs> to bond together, you yeah. know, so. I think the challenge is, is that we have to go back to normality. Exactly. In a sense. Like me now, I'm 100% back on site working. Mm. Uh, Whereas Francois is still working from home, but probably within the next month or so, he'll probably be going back in the office. Sure. So yeah. it's like, mm. we're, we've gotten so used to all this time together. And now we're going to have to get used <laughs> to in a sense, but also be intentional about making time. Sure. With yeah. more time with each still other doing. once exactly. things go back yeah. to normal. Yeah. So I think the biggest challenge is like not getting complacent or getting stagnant, but like making the effort to like really grow ourselves Mm. um, and grow with each other and to talk about it too. I think our, I think the biggest thing that kind of to, to counter that, that has grown is our communication. Mm. Um, We're communicating a lot more. I think it's because we've had more time together. Yeah. Um, And I think that's really helped a lot for sure. Well, did you guys find like at all though during that time where you were working more from home, Nikki, that there was like any tensions or that came out or mm-hmm. like, I know like for Troy and for me, um, just being to get, being in the same space at the end of the day, you know, getting to the end of the day, I wanted to like talk mm-hmm. and Troy's like, we've been together all day. There's, you know, <laughs> nothing to talk about. So, like, did you guys like experience anything like that or just... Um, yeah, tell me about that. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, we 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 did we did experience that. Okay, she'll probably be like, at the beginning. Yeah, probably at yeah. the beginning. You know, uh, she'll be like, "You haven't talked to me. Like, you have you, you haven't <laughs> talked. You know, like I've been here all day long. You know, like she she becomes a little bit um, like irrational." irrational I can, I can i can say like that you know i'll be like okay i'm here you know like what do you want to do so yeah, we'll you, sit you know so, we'll sit in the couch so and she's like no i just want to spend some time with you okay I, I, i'll be like okay you know what okay we can spend some time you know it, it, it's been it's been it's been wonderful to see that uh for me to realize that women need emotional attention you know I, i've never i've never thought of that i'm like okay you know what so uh, let's be logical here, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that emotional attention, though, it, exactly. It is it, 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 yeah, they seek for it, you know. So I'll be like, okay, baby, what do you want to do? You know, is there anything that I can, you know, I can help? And she's like, okay, um, I want us to watch this series together. You know, I'm like, okay, no problem. We can, we can do that. And and she like, you know, so I I would like, uh, you know, like hug her and and be close to her, you know, because she, she wants to feel it. that, you know, uh-huh. and. Uh, <laughs> and the thing is, the reason they ask, the reason they want that is they want that assurance. That's what I've noticed. She wants that assurance. Hey, do you still love me? You know, because you gotta tell me. You gotta, you gotta show it. You know, that assurance has to, you know, be daily. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. it's like uh, when I when I learned, that, I'm like, wow. So it's gotta be daily. You know, because <laughs> I, I was like, so it's not enough for just one day. So tomorrow again, I need to reassure you and keep on going. You know. <laughs> You see, so it's you like learned a lot, man. you learn a lot, you know, so sometimes when she walked, I mean, from work, I'm like, okay, it's that time. And, you know, I'll be like, yes, baby, come here, you know, so, so I will hug her. I will cut her with her, you know, I will, I will just be so that I'm like, this is the dailies, you know, the daily, you know. The daily dose. Exactly, the daily dose. Mackenzie, so, Mackenzie does the same thing. She said, I just want a full hug. Just just I see that too. <laughs> like, I mean, like, especially during this time, I feel like there's a lot, like a reduction uh-huh. in any like physical contact. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, well, this is definitely one person that I can Can't get like, a hand. you know, uh-huh. a real hug from. I don't want to just like, oh, just be like right next to each other. So I, so I want a fun. real hug. Uh-huh. Like, I want that assurance. Like, you see? 
<laughs> I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's good, man. I think for me, for Francois, like in the other way, I noticed that like Francois also needs his space because mm. the whole day, like I recognized that I was a big distraction for him at the same time. <laughs> um, so he's, he's done so good at just like meeting me where I'm at. And then I've also had to learn to meet him where he's at, uh-huh. like saying, mm. okay, I have to let him go on his walk without me. Like, that's okay. Like, yeah. don't feel like he's, like, leaving you or abandoning, abandoning you or whatever. A little bit of healthy but, space. Yeah. yeah, just allowing him to have his space, too. Because yeah, with Francois, like, he's very much a... He has to think. He has to process things. And sometimes he needs his alone time. So I think there is that. And then also just learning to not distract him when he's at work. Because his work was at the dining room table, whereas my work was in the living room. And they're not that far. Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of like this space here. And so, like, That's good. I I had to recognize, like, okay, stop distracting him. Let him get his stuff done. And you yeah. focus on what you need to do, whatever uh-huh. it may be. And so uh-huh. I think the compromise of, like, he's been compromised. He's been really patient with me, I think, this time with everything going on. Like, um, you know, where he... He'll meet me where I'm at, but I also had to recognize yeah. that I needed to meet him more. This is like like that 100 100. Like, it's not meet each other halfway, it's meet each other all the way. And so, yeah, yeah. I hope I did well at that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you did, you did well. You did well. But I recognized yeah. that I needed to be better about allowing him his time and his space as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I needed, I recognized after he left to go out and do his thing, I needed it too. And mm. I was like, oh, this is, I can do what I want and don't have to do whatever <laughs> Francois wants. Like, you know, whatever maybe. So it was, well, it, was it was good for both of us, yeah. I think, overall. That's good. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. We've definitely had to navigate some of that yeah. togetherness and apartness yeah. as yeah. well. Yeah. And um, sure. it's hard because sometimes when you're used to one way, mm-hmm. one version mm-hmm. of relating and you have to sh- change it, you're like, is something broken? Like, especially because when you're both working from the same space, whereas before you had that separation where, you know, 8.5 hours a day or nine hours or however long it may be mm-hmm. you're at work, you are separate. And that boundary is super clearly defined because sure, maybe you might text each other a little mm-hmm. bit while you're at work. But in general, there is that separation of time mm-hmm. where you both kind of go your separate mm-hmm. ways. But yeah. then during this time when like working from the same space, it's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, how does, does that intersect? Like, yeah. what are the boundaries here? Yeah. Like yeah. at you're at work. Okay. I'm going to leave you alone. Yeah. Or can we just like talk? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, Mackenzie would say, well, I talk to my coworkers at work. I'm like, well, I'm not your coworker. Technically. <laughs> like, I love you. We're married. But... <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. I'm the same way. Friends all would be like, so when are you going back to work? I'm like... <laughs> I don't know, but you're going to have to deal with me. (laughs) (laughs) That was interesting. That's funny. funny. Well, thanks, guys. This has been such a good conversation. I want to end with one last question. Mm -hmm. Um, Where do you find your deepest satisfaction in being married? Do you want me to start? Yes. I think um, my deepest satisfaction is just having that person to go to. Um, That person that I feel like as I slowly, like, over time get to know my husband more like to have that safe space to just be able to go and talk to mm-hmm. um and mm-hmm. and just have that best friend that teammate that person that um you know we, we yes we're two but we're also one and we're focusing on working towards the same thing and mm-hmm. um and just to have that person who um I know is going to take care of me and protect me mm-hmm. and um um, be there for me no matter what mm-hmm. you know I think that Francois has done a very very good job at that and just letting me know like no matter who I have uh 
am hurt by or have a hard time with, whatever, maybe he's always got my back. Mm -hmm. And I think that speaks volumes because not a lot of marriages can say that a lot of the time. The family gets in the middle, friends get in the middle, and and the husband and wife, the partners, they don't back each other up. And and I always know that I have that in Francois, that he'll always be there Mm. for me. That's good. No matter what. So I guess that's my answer. (laughs) Okay. Uh, For me... um my deepest satisfaction is uh how i mean i've i've the the thing is since i've found out uh, about the emotional uh, uh the emotional needs that nikki you know desire mm-hmm. so often and uh i've seen that uh i i know how to i know now how to handle her you know like it's it's easier for me like it's it's like it's i it's like uh i've discovered that uh, you know um <laughs> She, she has that emotional need and I need to like uh, fulfill that, yeah, you know, yeah. it, I have to take off, I have to take my eyes off myself and not say like, oh, you know what, I think, uh, you know, what you're doing, you know, like the nagging thing, it's because she needs that assurance and me finding that out during this time, um, it, it, it has helped me a lot mm-hmm. to be able to, you know, to get closer to her and see, you know what, the way she's reacting is not because, uh, you know, uh, she's she's frustrated or something like that it's because there is a need that that needs to be fulfilled and i mm-hmm. for me to be there for her mm-hmm. and uh, that has helped us a lot and it has helped me not to like uh, see her and say you know what oh man you, you you're, you're being so emotional but it's it's a healthy thing you know for me to realize that it's a healthy thing mm-hmm. and uh, not shy away from instead me. of holding it against her. exactly yeah. you yeah. know so that's and uh, it has also uh help me to work with you mm-hmm. you know work That's with good. her as a couple yeah. and be able to yeah. uh, have the same vision mm-hmm. for us mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah you you guys have mentioned that a couple times what is the vision mm-hmm. you said you have the one purpose what is the one purpose um the in marriage yeah. for yeah. their marriage yeah. yeah yeah um the one purpose is uh um uh, we want to be able to uh to be full-time parent yeah you know uh i believe that uh the home is uh is very sacred, mm-hmm. you know, uh, allowing, allowing a husband and wife to grow full-time parents and to be able to, to raise uh, children, you know, for, for God's kingdom, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, if the home is on attack, you know, everything, you know, everything else is on that, under attack, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. So when you talk of our, of our country, it, it has to start with the home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if daddy is not home and mommy is not home, the children now are wondering because they they spell uh, uh they spell a uh, love uh time yeah you understand so the quality yeah. they, they, you want to be there for them you want to be able to yeah, presence yeah be present for you know for the kids yeah and uh i think uh, that's what that's what we want you know yeah. that's uh that's our main vision you know for yeah. us to be able to to grow children you know where where they can uh, help you know see mom and dad be there for them. Be a team. So exactly. Since, but since you don't have kids yet, just kind of laying that foundation yeah. right yes. now. Yeah, I was going to say kind of to add on to Francois, I think this will probably be what I'll say. Like the last thing I'll say is like just being intentional. Like this is to everybody. Anybody and everybody who's listening is like, it's so important to be intentional in your relationships, whether it yeah. be your friendships, your dating life, your mm-hmm. marriages. It doesn't matter what relationship, but specifically on the topic of marriage, being intentional in your marriage. When you say I do on the day that you you – commit to somebody it doesn't stop there with 
growing mm-hmm. yourself. It doesn't stop there with learning about each other. And, and yeah. I guess like Francois said, having that forever school, mm-hmm. like uh, you should always on a daily basis yeah. be making the effort and learning about your spouse and learning, learning how you can be a better person, not only for yourself, but for your spouse and mm-hmm. for your future kids if you don't have kids yet. Yeah. Um, because I know Francois with that vision back on your question, Troy, is that we want our kids to, we want to be our kids' heroes. We want to, our kids to want to look up to us and say, I want a marriage just like my mom and my dad. Mm-hmm. I want to learn what That's they good. did so that yeah. I can I can be just like them. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of homes are broken and a lot of homes don't have that. Mm-hmm. And, and I think for us, like we want to be able to help other people too. That vision of just blessing other people yeah. mm-hmm. in their lives, um, whatever walk of life that they may be going through. So mm-hmm. just being intentional in or out of your marriage, it doesn't matter. Just you should always be a forever learner. Yeah. Um, and if you're not doing that, I challenge you to, to do that. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> yeah. after after a lot of the times, the statistic says that after you after high school, like or after college, even like you stop learning. Like no. a lot of people stop learning and then no. they're just coasting through life. And it's like, uh, how yeah. are you bettering yourself on a day to day basis? Is basically what I'm gonna say. Yeah, so, yeah. that's good. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Thank you guys. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. we've learned a lot. I've learned a lot from you, Francois. <laughs> You're my hero today. Um, um, I've learned a lot from you. <laughs> but I'd love to pray over you guys, your marriage, and for from all of us, Thank all of our audience too, that are wrestling through growing in marriage and and other relationships, if dating, ma- yeah, dating, friendship, whatever it is. Like we want relationships mm-hmm. to be whole and mm-hmm. and and nourishing to the world. Yeah. That's right. yeah. Let's pray. God, we just come to you. Um, you are our partner. You are our friend. Um, you are our spouse. And you teach us what it, it means to be in relationship. Lord, everything we know, everything that's good and that we learn uh, about love comes from you. Mm-hmm. And we thank you that, um, that you are gracious to us as we are learning how to love uh, one another. And we thank you for the marriages that you've given us. I thank you for Mackenzie, but I thank you for the marriage that you've created in Francois and Nikki. And we want to pray that you continue to bless and inspire and encourage and fill with uh, passion uh, this relationship. And we pray that these two would become parents to healthy kids that can reflect your image. And it starts at home, like they said. So Lord, we pray protection over their home. Uh, and we pray that during this season that you would give them an extra measure of your Holy Spirit to uh, empower them to um, to grow and love each other well. And thank you for the opportunity to share um, this conversation with a broad audience. We pray that others that are seeking to develop friendships, dating relationships, marriages might be encouraged and inspired to pursue um, that relationship on a deeper level. So thank you for joining us today in this conversation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Jesus came into the world announcing that the kingdom of God had arrived in him. Culture wants to have the kingdom without the king, but Jesus is as relevant today as he was yesterday and will be tomorrow. Thank you for listening as we wrestle with how to live as disciples of Jesus in our modern culture and to share our relevant faith. God bless.